Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Real Good Podcast. Um, Mike is killing it as always, and uh, let's jump right into the Real Good story now. Uh, the story—it's hard to even say the timeline on this one. Maybe I was fi- 15, 16 years old. I really don't know. Let's say 16. That sounds about right. Uh, and me and my two brothers, we wanted to, um, you know, get a pet, specifically a pet rat. So we each wanted to go to the local pet store and buy a rat and just, you know, have our little pet rats. And that was going to be a cool thing that we were going to do. So we went for it and we went to the, uh, the pet store and they had these rats. You could buy them in different sizes. Like, you know, you could buy a small, medium or large. And the large was pretty much a full grown rat. Uh, medium was, you know, in between and small was pretty freaking small. Maybe the size of a mouse, maybe a little bigger than a mouse. And, uh, so, you know, the bigger it was, the more expensive it was. So we bought, um, three of all different colors. Uh, mine was white. My brother's was like the traditional gray where you would see in your house or something. And then my other brother's was like a mix. It was like a black and white one. And, uh, Yeah, so we bought all the rats. We got little cages or whatever. I got my own cage for mine. And, uh, you know, we started, you know, we brought them home. We we were excited about it. It was was an exciting thing because rats can be cool, especially when they get big. They get that big rat tail. Uh, They're, you know, you can hold them. You can do whatever with them. So we had all three. And uh, we, you know, in the beginning stages, it wasn't bad. They were small. Their poop was small. Their pee was small. They were pretty easy to take care of. But they uh, they grew up really fast. So before you knew it, they were full-size rats. And uh, at this point, it was, you know, it was a, it was a new ball game. You know, they, they were much bigger. They crapped a lot. They got their cage dirty fast. And, uh, you know, they were pretty... Pretty, pretty intense little pets. Now, the problem was these pets, uh, these rats. Uh, I never felt comfortable holding them because I always felt like they were, um, they would bite you. They weren't super friendly, but they weren't mean either. They were just kind of like, uh, you couldn't really, you didn't know what to expect from them. Maybe one day they'll, they'll try to bite you. Maybe one day they won't. So it wasn't an animal that I was like, oh yeah, let's just take them out, hold them, play with them, whatever. It was kind of, they were in the cage most of the time. And, and in the beginning, you know, we, we did a good job cleaning the cage. We, uh, it, it was an aquarium, by the way. So it was an all glass, like a glass tank. We cleaned the cages and uh, we, uh, you know, we, we were pretty good, pretty good owners to them. And uh, after a while, you know, you would, it, it was a three-way deal. They were all living in the same cage. So you would have one brother that's like, oh, I'm going to clean it. And then maybe the next brother would be, oh, I ain't going to clean it either. And then before you knew it, nobody was going to clean it that week. And it might have gone two weeks or three weeks without cleaning the cage. And then it becomes disgusting. Okay? It's rat piss, rat poop everywhere in that thing. And it's a nightmare. And the rats don't like it. And nobody likes it. So it got to that point, And then we were just like, oh, man, these things are kind of mids. Um, you know, it's it's they're, they're not something that you would one is a pet at this point and uh so we ran into problems we ran into problems well eventually one day my rat uh got out of the cage and uh it, it was the white one 
it got out of the cage, it was full grown, and I was like, oh, crap. So you would see it from time to time around the house, but it would always run from you if you tried to get it. Uh, so it wasn't easy to catch. And I was just thinking, oh, it's not that big of a deal. I mean, it's not like a desperate situation to get it back. So, you know, I'm not going to worry too much about it. However, it was chewing up uh, like video game cords, uh, TV cables, whatever. So it was doing a lot of damage, but it was difficult to catch. And it was going inside of our walls because like... Uh, in my bedroom, we had some problem with the piping or something in my bedroom, and some guy had to cut a big hole in my wall, so it could easily access the insides of the walls uh, through that little area, so that was not good. Um, it actually had a night or two where it would come out of that hole while I was sleeping, and it would like walk on me. I don't know why, but <laughs> it would walk on me and like you know chill out. I would wake up, and it would be on me. I was like, holy crap, and I would try to get it or whatever. And it would just like, you know, run away, go back into the wall or whatever. So, you know, it wasn't the worst of situations, but it wasn't great. Uh, it was getting annoying, that's for sure. Now, during this whole ordeal, for some reason, we had this uh, this mole. If you don't know what a mole is, it's like one of those little blind things that dig in the dirt or whatever. We had the mole, and it was coming into the house uh, like at the most random times. You'd just be sitting there watching TV, and our, our door wasn't our door wasn't so good, so it maybe had like a small hole in it, and uh, you would just see it kind of peek in, and then just like run into the house, and it's like okay, well I don't know what it's doing in here, but whatever, and uh, and then you would see it leave the house, like it was a come in, do your, whatever you're gonna do, and get out, and we didn't know what it was doing. We really had no idea, but we knew that we had two rats in the cage and one rat outside of the cage. So one day, uh, my rat, the white one that was out of the cage, uh, I saw it go into my closet. And I was like, oh, well, this is the perfect opportunity. I'll just shut the door and we'll just leave it in the closet where there's no food, no water. And eventually, it's going to get so freaking mids and dehydrated and hungry that it's just gonna, you know, we'll be able to go in and get the thing when it's really weak and vulnerable. So I put it in there and I kid you not, it was in there for like a week with no water or no food. And finally I open up the door, I crack it open and the thing, I had like a net. So like, oh, if it runs out, it'll just run into the net. It comes walking out looking so weak and depressed. Like, it was at my mercy at that point. It did not give a crap. It was just like, take me, do what you will with me. I've had it with this freaking situation. It's Miz. So I get it and I put it back in the cage and it immediately starts drinking the water like a mother effer and uh, starts eating food, you know, whatever, whatever it's got to do to, you know, get back to full health. And I was like, all right, well, it's back in the cage. We're good to go now. So uh, I don't know if y'all can hear the background, but Elin's doing some stuff, So, but whatever. Uh, yeah, so the thing, it, it gets back to health, and we're good to go. All right, cool. And I kid you not, within like a day or two, the, the rat gives birth. We didn't know it, but it was pregnant. It gives birth to probably, I would say, 15 baby rats. And... In the beginning, like, I don't know if you've ever seen a baby rat, but they're really, really small. And they're just, like, little pink things. They don't have any fur or anything. They're just little pink guys. Their eyes aren't open. They're just really weird looking. They're honestly 
extreme, like gross looking. They're not cute at all. And uh, so they're just sitting there like, and the, the, my mom rat was doing what it had to do. It was being a good mother. And I was like, golly, what are we going to do with all these babies? This is a nightmare. Because we had three adult rats in the container and, uh, and then about 15 of these babies. So we're like, all right, we got to do something. So we donated a lot of the rats to the pet store. Uh, I think all but two is what we did. And we kept two of them. Because our friends were saying that they wanted uh, some rats. So they're like, oh, can you keep two for us? And we're like, okay, that's cool. So we give them these rats. And uh, the more they grow up, the more they don't look like a rat. Like these things were not rats. And I don't know if it's physically possible for a mole to mate with a rat. But if it's not, then I don't know what the freak was wrong with these rats. Because they were not normal rats. They, they had like weird, weird behaviors. They would uh, jump extremely high a lot. Like that's what the, that's what they would do all the time. Is just jump around in the cage, which was really odd for a rat. None of the other rats would do that. They didn't look like a rat in the face. They looked like a mix between a mole and a rat. That's what they looked like. And my friends had them, and they were not good either. They were not well behaved. They were very. They acted like a wild animal. It was freaking weird. So yeah, uh, what what my conclusion was, I think that mole that was coming in the house was a uh, was banging the rat. I think it was coming in there, probably had a wife of his own or something. It was coming in there, and I, somehow it heard word that there was a, uh, a female rat in the house, and it was like, oh, I'm getting a piece of this. So I think it was banging the rat, and it knocked her up, and then the rat had half mole, half rat babies. And after it knocked her up, and we put the rat back in the cage, we didn't see the mole come in anymore. Uh, he was, you know, he was done with this little area. He had gotten all he wanted, and he got the heck out. So finally, we 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 hit a point where we um we just kind of got tired of taking care of the rats because they weren't really fun. They just kind of reeked up their cage, stunk up the house. Uh, they were a trouble to take care of. So we were like, look, let's uh let's get rid of these things. I don't know what we're gonna do. I guess let's just go let them go outside. So we uh. We brought him to, um, our, our plan was we had a neighbor that we really didn't like. Like he was a total uptight piece of crap. Always called the cops if we did anything. And uh, we were like, oh, let's, uh, let's let the rats go uh, on his porch, like right next to his door. And then maybe they'll make their way into his house. And then he'll have, you know, three enormous rats, one white, one black and white, and one brown that are just in his house. He's not, not going to know how the crap they got there. So we uh, we were gonna do that, and we put the rat down. We're like, okay, go on, go on. And the rats were like, they would climb back up on our pants, and uh, one went back in my brother's pocket. Like they loved us. At this point, they realized, oh dang, they're trying to get rid of us, but we really liked the life that we had with them. And it was like, oh wow, uh, I did not expect that. I didn't know they liked us so much. So it was uh we had to try again and again and eventually we got him on the porch of the neighbor's house and you could see him like you know borderline scratching on the front door like oh how do we get in how do we get in and uh i don't know what ended up happening i don't know if they ended up getting in the house or not who knows but i know they looked like they were scouting the house out and they were going to make a move to do it but uh yeah that's uh that was our rat situation our rat story it was a good experience dirty experience 
probably lost us a lot of money with all the wires that chewed up. But uh, it was fun. It was an enjoyable time, and I'll never forget it. But that's going to be it for the Real Good Podcast today. Thank you, guys, and I'll see you next time.